about to start so pop those headphones in and let Sophia style radio to keep you company. For show notes, updates and free resources, be sure to join our email community. Here is how. Simply email our studio on hello at sophiaandi.co.uk or find us on Facebook pages Search for Sophia Style Radio. Original female artists only on Sophia Style Radio. Take you back again. Whoa. 
welcome to our Friday show. It's been an amazingly sunny week. I hope you had a good one. And we had a great week here as well with new shows, plans, podcasts going live. And our magazine is being planned for another month as well with a fantastic offer, which I will tell you about in a moment. So, podcast. We have added all of our past shows on it. You can tune in at your own time and listen and re-listen again to all of our amazing interviews with our fantastic guests. We also have a whole bunch of new shows coming up. We've launched last week our Natural Solution show with Rachel C.K. We now planning a comedy show, Finding the Funny Side, and it's basically looking at live with a bit of humour. So I can't wait for that one. And that show is hosted by the lovely Anne Doherty. We are also in the planning stages of another exciting show called Finding Your Mojo. And that's with Lizzie Vince. And we will be talking about having a greatest mindset you can possibly have for anything with business or with your personal life as well. So stay tuned for that one. I'll give you more information as we have it planned. As I have mentioned, I am working on our next Sophia Style Magazine edition. And what an edition I get excited about, the October one, which is obviously centered around Halloween. But we put our little twist on it and we have many articles that are a little bit more adventurous and a little bit more exciting and it's all about trying new things. So I will be working on that and it should be out in the next couple of weeks. And as I've mentioned, we have a fab offer running all throughout September. And this is partly to celebrate my little Sophia going back to school. She started year five. And I linked it up by giving five free editions to be precise. So pop over to our subscription, which is on our website, sophiaandi.co.uk forward slash Sophia Style Magazine. Right, so this is enough of all the exciting news. I want to kick off our exciting show today. And today we have two guests. Emma Clemens is back. And we also have Jackie and Claire, and we're talking about positively empowering our children. And this week we are focusing on teenage years. So I can't wait to hear from the ladies and all their experiences. So join us for our show. Welcome. Have you discovered our magazine yet? Our main focus are women and girls. We are full of content and we are hoping to inspire and empower mums, nans, aunties and their girls. Find out more on all the W's, sophiaandi.co.uk forward slash Sophia Style Magazine. Find all female artist information. Pop over to our Facebook page, search Sophia Style Radio. Sing you like me. 
Welcome, my first guest, Emma Salt. Emma, I am absolutely thrilled that you're back to chat with me again. Um, we had so much fun talking about highs and lows of parenting last time. And why don't we do it again now? Um, and I think we kind of, in our chat, decided to focus a little bit more on teenage years. Let's talk and explore that topic a little bit more. But first of all, why don't you just sort of reintroduce yourself a little bit more and just tell us what you do and a little bit about yourself. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's lovely to be back. Thoroughly enjoyed it last time. Um, so I have two boys who are now, one's just 24, one's nearly 16. And I really don't feel old enough to have a 24 year old. That was such a shock when his birthday came. Um, and I've also taught uh, teenagers and young adults for over 19 years. So I wouldn't say I'm an, an expert. I don't have all the answers, but I've either seen a lot or we've lived through quite a lot with our, with our children. Um, and I just think it's really important to share to share what we've been through, to share things I've seen, to try and help other parents negotiate the minefield that is uh, being a parent in the 21st century. Yes, yes. And we, we've mentioned that there is quite a lot of, you know, books and other materials um, and subject discussion you know, when, we're, when we have our babies, when they're young, when they're toddler age, there's a lot of help out there. But I think when we're diving into the older years, I think it's a little bit of a minefield, <laughs> don't you think? I mean, you know, just to find Absolutely. out. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And things are definitely very different to when I was a teenager all those years ago. As parents, we, we're completely unprepared. You find out you're pregnant and you might read all the books. You might read no books. You might go on social media and you've got to feed or to bottle feed. And then you've got baby led weaning or pureed weaning. And then you've got loads of stuff about the terrible twos and the trying threes and all this kind of stuff and starting school and what's the best school to choose and all this kind of thing and then and then it dries up um and to be honest i think that the earlier years are they are trying because you have no idea what to expect but in a lot of ways those early years when you're going to the mom and toddler groups or the dad and toddler groups or you're sort of mixing with more mums and dads at the school gate you've got lots more people that you can bounce ideas off off. But when your children get sort of into key stage two, they might be walking themselves to school or um, they might not want you to hang around at the school gate. So that, that advice from other parents sort of, it fizzles a little bit. Um, and then once you get into secondary school, you just don't see anybody and you have no idea if what your child's doing is normal or not, or how you're reacting to it is normal or not. And I think it can be quite isolating. Parents of teenagers, I don't think, they, they just don't talk enough when they're younger you know say sort of primary school age we control kind of the exposure to all the information that they take yes. in as kids yes. you see um but then when they get older we kind of get less and less say in what they watch and what they listen you know because they're they're little grown-ups by then you know um they are and there's so many influences that i think they're exposed to and we might not be able to keep tabs on all of us um, influences. I agree. And I think we see them as our little babies, mm. even though they might be, if they're a boy, they're probably the same height as us or get growing taller. If they're girls, they'll be um, beginning to like mini me's and they don't look like children anymore. They look like young adults. Um, but we still think in our heart of hearts that they're our babies, but we often don't realise how grown up they are. But teenagers have always been teenagers and they've always wanted to grow up and they've always wanted to, to sort of to find their own world and find their own way. But how do you think we can kind of keep up with, with it? Is it, you know, talking to them more perhaps and asking the questions, getting to know them a bit more? I think we need to, yes, I think talking to them is definitely really, really important. Um, and talking about what they want to talk about, not just the things that we think they should be talking about. Um, but I think we also need to be aware that they will know far more and they'll be thinking far more about things than, than, we, than we want to know, we want to, to acknowledge. And I think it's also really important to have conversations 
this little bit more serious are things about consent and relationships and things like that and you talk about them before they need to know before there is any interest there so i've had the conversations about consent about just because somebody hasn't said no doesn't mean they've said yes and consent can be every anything from holding hands to full sexual relations it doesn't you know don't wait till they're sort of active have this conversation before they have a boyfriend or girlfriend so they know that there are um lines that you mustn't cross and that you have to respect each other and i actually find a really good place for having conversations like this is when you're driving because i can get quite embarrassed if i have to talk about things like this with with a young with a young teen um and i know they get very embarrassed but in the car you have to look forwards if you're driving and there's it's it's the place where we've had an awful lot of conversations is driving to and from school so yes listen to them and talk to them talk to them about things when they are obviously when they're old enough to have the conversation but possibly just before you need to have that conversation so that it's a bit like you're not you're not shutting the door after the after the horse has bolted you're having that conversation before you have to have it i suppose it's also the importance of them knowing that the door is open that they can come in at any point i suppose and give them that comfort that they can talk to you about anything yes and we've we've said that to, to ours as well is that there is there is nothing that they can say or do that will stop us loving them and accepting them it might be that our face looks shocked and if they told us something we can't promise that our gut reaction won't be one of horror or we won't react but once we've calmed down we will help them through anything and except that there it is like the toddlers is again they are finding themselves and scientists have shown that the brain the the pubescent brain or the, the the teenage brain is going through a rewiring process it's they're full of hormones their body's developing you know they're having to deal every day with changes in their body which they're not expecting and they don't have to agree with us you know whether it's on um careers or politics or how much makeup to use or what to wear anything like that they don't have to agree with us and i think there has to be a degree of of mutual respect and compromise it's it's got to be that we have to accept that these our children our babies are becoming adults so we've got to allow them safely to find out who they are and i think it's it is a balance between accepting that they are becoming their own person but guiding them and listening to them and like you said keeping that door open so they can come and talk to you about all sorts of weird and wonderful problems and we need to listen but it is a very very fine balancing act and sometimes it can feel like it's going very wrong sometimes you think you've done everything right and then they just they have the teenage version of the toddler tantrum which can last a day um, it can last weeks and and that's really hard and i think in that situation you have to talk to other parents you, you feel like you've lost them for a few 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 days or weeks or months you feel like you've lost them and it's really hard and then you feel like you're a bad parent and you don't know what to do so i am very honest with how i talk about it because i think it's important that people know that it's not just them that's going through these tough times and basically you've got um you've got a giant hairy toddler that's living in your house and it's exactly the same thing as a toddler tantrum life isn't going their way um their bodies are changing they're developing personalities they're finding out what they like and don't like about the world and if you're the parent quite often you're the one that they will take it out on because you're their safe person well, the, the important thing is and people told me this when we went through our bad times people said you, you do get through the storm it feels like you will never get through you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel 
but you really do. And we have such an amazing relationship with our elders now. It was just a couple of months that were hard. But I think the important things are to, to keep that communication open, to listen. Obviously, we have to work. We can't sit at home 24-7 waiting for our team to phone up with a problem. But I think we have to make sure that we make the time for them, be waiting for the phone call at half past 10 or half past 11 to go pick them up. Or um, if they come home from school and you know there's something wrong, then then sit with them, even if they don't want to talk to you, just, just sit with them, have somebody there to, to talk to if you needed to. There is always that fine line of being controlling and still kind of letting them find their way. Um, and it's finding that balance, isn't it, to be that strict, you know, rule asserting parent, but then at the same time, letting them learn their own lessons as well. Yeah, and I think if you make the rules too strict, they'll just rebel against you. We had very trusting parents and it went both ways. If we wanted to go out, we'd say where we were going and we'd be honest. And then they could, you know, they'd, they'd allow us to do it. So we had that trust and we had that rapport and we had respect um, and just com compromise, listen, trust and communicate. What can we say to maybe our teenagers? Is there something we can say to them that will make them see that actually for us as parents, it's not an easy task. We're learning as well, and we're adjusting as well, and that we need their, you know, understanding, cooperation, and all of that. I think you say exactly that, that you, yeah. um, you, you say that this is new for me. You admit that you're human, and that if you get it wrong, be honest. Just say, do you know what, I handled that wrong. I should have listened more, and let them know that this is new. And if it's something that they want to do and you're struggling to let them do it, again, tell them. You know, I do think we have, to, we have to accept that they are young adults. They are, they are forging their future selves. They are learning who they want to be. And if we want them to listen to us and do as we ask them to do, we have to lead by example. What would you say, Emma, is the biggest lesson you've learned? So I think the two things is be honest and communicate. Um, I think we need to start the communication when they are sort of eight, nine, ten, before the hormones really hit, so that they know then that we'll listen to them before they're filled with, with feelings and hormones and everything else that goes on in a teenage brain. If we can start the communications, open the lines of communication and start all this before they get to the actual teenage years, then I think it makes it easier. As a, to conclude this in a way, what would you say sort of to the parents if they're maybe riding kind of the tough wave at the moment, what would you say to kind of change it into positive a little bit? I think if you're in, if you're in one of the darker moments of the teenage years, and there are darker moments, and it can be over all sorts of things, it can be behaviour or it can be arguments or it can be mess, so much mess, or it can even be school stuff and, and all sorts of things. Let your child know that, you're talk, that you are there to listen, that you're not just going to talk to them, that you will listen and that the door's open. Another thing that we found is really good, which I know some people will, wouldn't agree with, but we sometimes put by text message. Uh -huh. If they've got something uh -huh. to tell you that they don't want to look at you to tell you, texting still communication. It really is. So however they want to talk to you, listen that way, because it's much better they talk to you like that than they don't talk to you. But please, please believe me when I say you will get through this. So don't go through it alone. Perfect advice. Emma, thank you very much for that. And thank you for joining welcome. me again today. It's been great. I really do enjoy our conversations. I do as well. No, thank you very much.
Thank you, Emma, so much. Uh, we're going to take a short break, but we've got more to come. We have Jackie and Claire joining us very shortly, and we'll be discussing about positively empowering our kids. And we'll stay on the topic of teenagers as well. So don't go anywhere. Perhaps just pop up your drinks and come back to us for our next interview. Original female artists only on Sophia Style Radio. Is this 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 is this is the end? Is this 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 is standing up then falling down? One foot forward, sinking now, seeping slowly through the cracks. Barely moving forward, but I can't go back. This ain't working for me.
this, 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 this is This is the end is This, 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 this is Welcome back and we are here with our next guests Claire and Jackie Positively Empowering Kids but they also offer an all-needed advice to the whole family so we can all help thriving minds of the next generation. Ladies, welcome to the show. Claire, Jackie, I introduce you, your business, and just tell us a little bit about yourselves. Hi, so I'm Jackie Wilson, and um, I have two businesses um, and a third as a social enterprise. So in power education, I'm passionate about really empowering children to thrive in life and to be the best that they can be. So I'm a coach and a mindfulness teacher and I work with children to, to really help them be leaders of themselves and to be able to step into their potential. Um, I also have the Emotions Toolkit, which is a resource for young minds from three to 11 to really be able to um, know how to self-regulate and navigate life more easily as well and then together with Claire I have um, a social enterprise positively empowered kids which is bringing experts and families together so that they can find a way as an early intervention and prevention of poor mental health and really enable them to thrive and I'm Claire, uh, Claire Clements so as well as being co-founder of positively empowered kids as Jackie just um just said um, I also run Positive Pants which is all about a positive mindset for your children and for you as adults um, and for the whole family um, so it's all about creating a positive mindset creating confidence in your child to take action for themselves and I do this through lots of creative play and fun workshops. And we've mentioned that previously that there is so much help for parents or there's more help for parents when the children are quite a bit younger you know your babies your toddler stage what about you know when they become the kids become a little bit older do you think there is still sort of help available out there for parents no i think this is where it gets a little bit tricky you know as you go through primary age of children you know it's 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 i suppose an easier part to navigate it's always going to be challenging because we've never been taught how to be the best parent we can be we there's no rule book because every child is different every child is unique they need to be nurtured in a different way but once it gets to that adolescent time it can be really challenging for parents really challenging teenagers bring a lot of emotional situations because their brains are evolving there's a lot going off for them and sometimes it can be really challenging as a parent to know how to deal with that effectively so within our family empowerment hub, which um, any family can access completely for free on our website, that we have lots of different sections um, for families to look at. But we felt it was really important to create a teen section. But, you know, if your child you know, needs a boost with their confidence or needs some help with their skills um, or understanding what their strengths are, um, you know, there's material on there um, that teenagers can visit. And we're building it because we, we're really interested in hearing from parents and actually hearing from teenagers about what it is that they actually want help with. There's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of anxiety and fear in, in young people and parents. You know, it's, it's, it's a general thing in, in the time that we're in. So that, I think, for us has been the biggest thing that young people have, have been struggling with. 
Mm, and I mean, the other thing that, that keeps coming up to, to me as well is, is just that confidence, that body confidence, that self-esteem, you know, kind of going through those changes and, you know, not quite being sure where, where you fit in exactly. To accept what your child's feeling and, and, and going through and know that actually it's okay that they're angry as long as they're being guided to, to use their anger in, in the most effective way and know how to to navigate through it so them having the tools and us having the tools take my time to to support my child with what they're going through and help them to regulate and help them to to navigate the struggle that they're going through because their brains are in a bit of a mess as a teenager oh my goodness yeah but that's also to do i think with all the other external influences isn't it there's it is external but it's also internal because our brains are going through a bit of a pruning it's like a tree you know they've grown all these neuro pathways and then suddenly because they're in that stage of going towards adulthood there's so much they don't need anymore so it goes through this whole pruning phase which doesn't end until they're 25 or 28 depending on girls or boys and that has a massive impact on their emotional state and they can get heightened emotions so much quicker than once their brains have developed and also from when they were younger so there's that external but there's external stuff going off as well with the pressures of academia the pressures of friendships like claire said body confidence there's so much in the media that oh really affects these young people and what's going yeah it's it's there's a lot Um, i think this is where the communication between a parent and the child is quite important isn't it to develop that link yeah and i think for me that is again it's the way we phrase things as a parent can can make a child reactive or it can actually create that connection so we can actually speak to them and open them up into their their mind of being able to rationally think or, or emotionally reactively think and, and being able to just ask them, how are you going to get through this? You know, what is the best thing to do right now? How can we work on this together? It gives them sort of an element of control and um, responsibility because it's about taking responsibility as a parent, but also as, as a young person. So the way we speak to our child is incredibly important through those teenage years. It's incredible throughout their life listening is the best thing that you can do to a young person they just want to be heard and understood and just that listening without trying to fix because they don't want fixing because they're not broken they just want to be heard um so i think my biggest tip would be to listen deeply and just accept what they're saying guide them through by using very open questions the how the what um really is is a good way of helping them to navigate through it and think for themselves. And I think as well, for me, it's, it's about that time as well. You know, often children, you know, of all different ages, you know, are not always comfortable with or able to verbalise exactly how they feel. They just know something's going on. Um, and they might not be ready at that moment to kind of, that that's enough for them to outpour all their emotions. Um, but to just keep checking in with them and give them that time um so, you know so that it doesn't always have to be a big deep conversation that they're kind of dreading um but just just reminding them you know throughout the day and throughout the week if you know stuff's going on um that, that you are there and actually if they do choose to come to you i mean we know this as parents often it's at a time when it's bedtime or you're in the middle of something it can be the most inconvenient times and it's very easy to just sort of say yep yeah, yeah in a minute 
unless it really is urgent you know if you can stop what you're doing and give them that attention because you know they're the times when they're going to be most open with you yeah and i think it is about approaching it from their side rather than from what's convenient for you as a parent isn't it yeah it's, it's the empathy it's just knowing that we have been there and to be able to just step into their shoes for a minute and be with them is incredibly powerful actually to to just try to see it from their point of view because we have our own opinions our own kind of adult point of view that we think this is the way it is but sometimes actually if you let go of that you learn a lot there's some great gifts in, in listening and tuning in to your child but giving them and showing them how valuable they are is really important Tell me about any new things, any new projects that you've got coming up as well. Yes, yeah, so our event next weekend um, is Conscious Parenting Event and it's um, spread over the 19th and 20th of September. Um, we have a whole host of amazing speakers that are all going to be talking around conscious parenting um, about how you can um, bring love to your family consciously. We have our Family Empowerment Hub, which Claire mentioned earlier. It's in phase one. We're just about to launch phase two. And eventually in the pipeline is that we make this hub accessible for everyone. So that's parents, young people, schools, um, organisations that work with children to be able to provide a hub of early intervention and prevention um, with our range of experts that have provided content that maybe run webinars, um, we have our young people involved. So this becomes the place to be to really empower your family. Definitely. And I think this is a good place for us to just summarise it in any web links or anywhere that people can actually pop on and find you. Yeah, so our website, if you want to sign up to our mailing list and also to join our hub, which is absolutely free for families to join and for everyone, it's www.positivelyempoweredkids.co.uk. Um, we're very active on our Facebook page um, and you can find us under PEK Families. Um, and we have loads of videos and content on there, loads of um, you know, links through to our YouTube channel where we're interviewing experts there. That's amazing. So it's a one-stop shop for parents, for kids, um, and for the whole family unit. So wonderful to have you both. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Did you know that you can be our guest co-host if you have a wonderful idea for an hour show do get in touch and we can arrange that for you you can have your own guests and interviews and we will help you put together a fantastic show around your topic so do get in touch on our email hello at sophiaandi.com.uk
we're at the end of the show again and I want to thank you for listening and also to my guests for being here. On the next week's show, we will be talking about why indeed breakfast is the most important meal of the day and how it can set you up for a more positive and more powerful day ahead. So tune in for that next Friday at 12. I want to just remind you that you can catch us at your own leisure on our podcast, which is on anchor.fm forward slash Sophia Style Radio. Or you can do the same on Spotify by just searching for Sophia Style Radio. Don't forget that we have more shows coming up, more new shows coming up. So check out Facebook page Sophia Style Radio for our latest schedule. Once again, I want to thank you for being here, my guests as well. And I hope you can tune in again next Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. I hope the sunshine will stay with us. Enjoy in whatever you decide to do. Thank you and have a wonderful afternoon. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 